0: Hi, this is Vincenzo Riccardi, sketch card artist for the Marvel Flair 2019 and the Marvel Weekly 2019 for Marvel Upper Deck, and you're listening to the Marvel Trading Card Collectors Podcast. Enjoy! Cool. Go back up and check. It's recording. It is recording. a Bit away from my mouth. Oh my goodness, dear! Do you want to get some coffee? Oh, all right? come on! <laughs> it's just <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely stuff. Right. Where are we? Let's quickly check my e-packs before I go to. The
1: I, got my, I got my e-packs up as well, so I can share my screen and show you.
0: I got e-packs. They're multiplying. And I'm losing Zin Zin control. control Hello everybody, my name is Ian Taylor and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast and you better keep that in on the edit buddy I will <laughs> Brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective an awesome community of card collectors and creators, I've gone already <laughs> um, You know where to find our groups, they're on Facebook um, Just keep listening to the end, you'll find the details Um <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) with me is my co-pilot in all things marvel cards he may be a marvelous 80 but doesn't look a day over 20 damn it's not it
1: hello hello hello
0: (laughs) here we go hello everybody um i suppose i should actually start talking given it's a podcast possibly i mean i think we can just look at each other people will get the vibe we have we have done an episode where we shrugged at each other for a good ten seconds and no one heard it. Oh
1: yeah, so, that was a good episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a good episode. Yeah.
0: Um, hello, everybody. Um, so uh, we've uh, so much to talk about in this episode. is ridiculous. We already had quite a, a lot of good good chisel, um, but then um, as you will know if you're up to date on things and or you're following our Instagram or our Twitter or our Facebook, which is at the MCC pod. See, i got it in nice and early. Nice. Um, You will know that since the last episode, which we recorded a week ago from when I talk and obviously we only dropped it yesterday, um, Marvel 80th, which we had um, previewed, suddenly got announced on...
1: Well, I think Tuesday? so.
0: It just dropped out of right nowhere. Tuesday. Got announced on Tuesday saying it's on sale tomorrow. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's right. Seventh. So they put out the announcement. It's on sale tomorrow's the eighth. And it was an epac exclusive. Yeah. So it's not going into stalls, which is why no one had heard about it, which is why no one knew about it, which is why it wasn't showing up on card you know cart, the cardboard connection,
1: uh, blowout yeah. forms.
0: Yeah, nothing. all the dealers. And so obviously mm, possibly a little bit of a um in fact, one one dealer who we know who's in the group did comment that he was a bit bitter about it. But it's an EPAC exclusive. Um, and it's out. And Noren and I have been going in ham for it, um, which is your expression. I, I definitely went ham. I'll use it for sure. I know you. Um, yeah. for, for you?
1: For me, I did. Yeah. For me, like, my ham yeah. is like, I bought a box. And there's no surfer cards in it. So most people were like, what are you doing? But... <laughs> i did go in because i wanted to be part of this brilliant conversation and my boy ian is in it and i
0: want to be part of the part of the movement so i here. okay so marvelative it's it's really interesting so this is kind of going to be us talking about marvelative and giving it a bit of a review i i i'm gonna i'm gonna just get to the punchline here i absolutely love it i'm i think it's a great looking set um it isn't new artwork it's it's comic art but they've done something very similar to what they did for marvel yeah. weekly. And in fact when I look at marvel weekly I can see actually some of the character cutouts like the wolverine for example they've used Well like some of the cutouts so,
1: on uh the 80th are actually the negatives for yeah the Marvel Marvel Weekly. Yeah yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which would have been the first sort of cards in every four-week cycle and yeah. weekly. So um, so it's a, it's a it's a big set. So um, I'm just going to lay it down for those who, who don't know, and then we can get into talking about it. So it is 200 cards, but they're all digital base. Okay, so that means that that 200-card base set doesn't physically exist. So given this is an EPAC exclusive release, I don't consider them base cards because they're not cards right
1: they're not cards
0: they're now we, we you're just buying 200 images that you you know times five that you have to combine so you have to combine five right. of each to get your physical which is your um it's called your color spike yes. um, which is a variation on the color wheel um, thing that they were doing with marvel annual so um which is which is absolutely fine because you know the base cards are, are nice but they're quite they're very very kind of plain and simple, yes. you know, there's not much going on behind the cutout, so effectively the colour spike adds the background, so 1 to 100 are your um, kind of regular and then the cards 101 to 200, they call the high series mm-hmm. which I find, I think that's an interesting name, I, I don't, um, I think they are probably a little bit more short uh,
1: They're way um, more short print so if, yeah. if you go to uh store and you go to well
0: well i'm just going to go to the checklist on my oh, screen yeah, that's right. um just so that i know what i'm talking about um and you're <laughs> this is the point where you see how deep i am down the rabbit hole i love it so um so you got your base set then you got your high series and then you combine fi- and they're digital so you got uh, 100 cards then 101 to 200 and uh, then you've got uh, base set color spike and high series color spike. And those are the cards you get that are physical when you combine five of the digital uh, version. Then you've got a retro parallel and a high series retro parallel. And those I'm very enamored with, um, I have to say. So That's basically great. speaking, there are two two lots of 200 that you can have physically in your hand. And the the uh, the base is kind of the digital stepping stone to that um then you have um 3d cover uh comic covers but they're 3d lenticulars and there's not that many of them there's 12 regular ones and six short print then you've got something really nice which is greater story puzzles and these are specifically designed to work on a nine page Mm -hmm. binder page so upper deck I don't know if you've been listening but thank you for Seriously. doing that because it just looks really it, you know it's a really nice they are utilizing um,
1: how collectors display and collect these cards in a very interesting way.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it just it looks really, really good. Oh
1: my so, god. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you've just I've just opened it up and you've seen that I've got all of those almost. So the greatest story puzzles I didn't realize this until yesterday. There's an, there's there's the night Gwen Stacy died is the first binder page so you've got nine cards in that then you've got dark phoenix saga then you've got infinity gauntlet house of m civil war and secret wars so you've got um uh one two three four five six i can't count it's terrible so you've got six by nine yeah what i didn't realize is that cards eight and nine of each nine card Mm -hmm. thing are short print i thought the short print was just an extra kind of no uh, the ninth card yeah 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 i didn't realize it was the eighth and ninth card so there's me thinking oh i've finished all these nine card pictures and they make a really good picture and some of the guys have put them on the group and i'll um i'll um, have to um yeah pank it um i will have to be uh, good evening sir good evening pank it um i will have to um put them on the tasting notes so you're going to get you're going to get some of this stuff on the tasting notes obviously not all of it because we'll be here all day but you know it's an open internet you can go and have a look at the um stuff on epacs we'll put the links for that on the show notes um and great stories so uh the great stories puzzles sp which are the last two so you'll see there that i'm just missing three of the sp ones and i've finished those wow. great story puzzles now actually the the regular great stories puzzles are fairly they're, they're fairly you get all, you get almost get one of those yeah
1: i actually got the whole infinity gauntlet set which i'm in love
0: with oh okay Including yeah that one SP took. One,
1: yeah because i got an sp nice. um civil war or house of m right so, so i swapped oh, okay, with yeah. somebody
0: yeah mm. so you got the yeah one you so to I, I got my i'm just stage. really looking forward to going for those um and then you have I'm gonna come on to those in a minute. I'm just gonna jump back to the 3D cover. By the again. way, so I will they, say, they look incredible.
1: Yeah, the 3D covers. I'm so excited to talk about. By the way, I think the puzzle ones really are the ones that started getting people more excited about the set. I think people started realizing, like, oh wait, yeah. this is actually gonna look really cool. And the ori- they're all original artwork. Just so everybody yeah. knows, like they're they're yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. The, so like yes, Marvel, the- Marvel really celebrating the first images of every character. So usually what you're seeing in these cards is the very first image of their first appearance. Yeah. So they're cut and, and put into this frame on the card, which gives us this really cool kind of aesthetic, um, which is part of their whole theme. But the puzzles are really encapsulating that really cool moment or one of the best storylines or one of the most interesting storylines over the,
0: over the 80 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are, I mean, card one is Namor, card three is Captain America. So there's there's a kind of a the oldest characters. Oh,
1: there is like an order like that, isn't it? there?
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it, I'm not sure if it stays all the way throughout. Some of the card early ones, I really
1: is Cosmic Ghost Rider. So
0: it. I, oh, it, it must, must be. That. I think yeah. it might. That's interesting. I'd not noticed that at all. Huh. Um, so I mean, I'd love to have a physical copy of the 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 base cards because they they look really clean and really nice, and and the backs. backs of them look really nice as well let me just get that bigger and bigger on my screen so the captain america i mean that is a really early image of captain america there on the back Mm -hmm. of it you've got an image of his first comic appearance it's really clean it's got the marvel 80 logos in the in the top left it's got a little bit about the creation of him tells you his key key appearance yeah Um, Mm -hmm. i'm guessing that's first appearance must be because that is his first appearance um and it's it just looks really good i I think it looks awesome Um, i love the design i love the layout. Um, I went big into Marvel seventy from Rittenhouse when they had the license. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't do 75th. Weirdly, 75th I kind of missed. I, 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 This is gonna sound really silly. I didn't realize that Marvel 75th had been released by Rittenhouse until about a year ago.
1: <laughs> See, that actually makes sense because when I was hunting I for it, it, I had kind of yeah. a difficult time realizing that too. Actually, one of my favorite things about Marvel 75th was the um, inserts that were all numbered to 75. Mm-hmm. those are some of my favorite yeah. pieces i i really love that gold border physically yeah. that card is just absolutely gorgeous
0: yeah so um the so i'm jumping around all over the place let me finish yeah. describing the set and i'm going to go and talk about aspects of the the, the base set that and the retro parallel especially mm. that i really like um so the the original art, the only original art in this is on the greatest story puzzles. Everything else is 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 from elsewhere. But the nature of where they've taken it from elsewhere is really intriguing. So on the three D, the comic cover three D lenticulars, it is exactly what it says on the tin. So it is the front cover of of key comics, and the, the, I mean there are obviously hundreds they could have chosen. Um, I'm going to open up the first one that I pulled, ah, which is here, which is marvelous. great piece. Um, zero. Um. it says marvel yeah it is marvel zero and it's basically the alex ross cover of that cup but it's done as a 3d lenticular so i can't wait to see that in the flesh because you can kind of get a sense of it on the pictures on epac but it it just looks really because it has the cutout Uh, like it has that
1: classic marvel those marvel cover cutouts that they did Ah, man it looks so good
0: um, so I'm I'm really really excited to see that when, when my when my computer catches up with me I'll be able to get get a couple of the others up on the screen for my buddy Norrin to do, to do see that's the that's the rotating wheel of doom. of doom of doom um here we go so um I've got so there's twelve of the 3D lenticulars, and then there's there are I think four six short print so there's eighteen. When you add them together, so again, two pages. are wow. Catering to the nine-card pages. Um I don't know how thick they're going to be. I'd imagine they'll have to be a little bit thicker because of the to get the effect. Together. I would so, think so. Yeah, um, I've managed. I've managed to so far get four of the regular and two of the short print, and I think they're 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 a pretty tough. Yeah, I actually got
1: the two I wanted. Um I got the X Men first issue cover, which is this one here. I'm about to open up. X-Men I'm in one, love with. I love that piece. And then Number I got two. the Marvel one yes, that you pulled because after I saw you pull it, I was like, nope, ah, I
0: need yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, no, so it's, it's, I mean, Marvel's is it's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. Really. Uh, you've got, there's a couple of interesting choices here. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 278. I wouldn't say that that was ever an iconic cover. But it's. It, I think it. They must have chosen ones that work in that format. Oh,
1: Marvel's twenty fifth, twenty fifth anniversary. Maybe these are hallmarks in the decades.
0: Possibly, possibly. I mean, Amazing Spider Man two seven eight is is kind of the conclusion of the Hobgoblin, yeah, um, a series, and it's, um, it's it's it is a beautiful cover. Um, I wouldn't have necessarily um, expected to see that. Uh, honored in that way. Let's have a look. Uh, Marvel Comics presents 777 oh, is a crazy, Weapon X one. Crazy good one. Um, yeah, it's just a lovely. I know. Lovely cover. The thing is with Marvel Comics presents as well, this is what I love. I know. I love, know, I love that Comics so much. I picked up former issues, is that it's got double covers. Mm hmm. The flip book. That's so, right. Which is why I ended up with so many doubles of them before I got sorted and got an app, because I'd see them and I think, oh, I haven't got that one. You turn it over, and of course, ah, because I do have it, but I don't remember that cover. Um, anyway, I digress. <laughs> uh, so you got the you got the three D lenticulars. You've great stories, and and we're, we're almost done, folks. This is actually quite a tidy, tidy really set. Although there's a lot of, although there's a there's a lot of volume of cards. There's not that many levels to it, and not that many layers to it. Um because then you go to the higher-end pools, which are the comic clippings. So you'll have heard us talk about comic cuts before, Mm. um, where there's sections of comic panel that are cut out and put into cards. I mean, this is literally that... The interesting way they've gone about it is that they have led with describing them by the artist name and then the issue. I love that. And I think that's really interesting. So they've clearly chosen to focus on the artist. That is carried through by the fact that you've then got another subset and that's really limited and tough to get because there's only 25 of each. There's 27 of these. So 27 cards and there's 25 of each
1: card. Oh, I didn't realize that. So all the, t- the yes. autos are all numbered to 25?
0: Yeah, so what yeah, this cause... is, it's a comic cut, but it's also then signed by the artist. Or writer, uh, I have or penciler. Oh. Possibly, yeah. I've got an Al Milgram one here. Oh. Uh, this is the only one I've got, which is uh, Spectacular Spider-Man, Volume 1, Number 38. Um, and it looks, from the scans, obviously we don't have these in hand, it looks That's like it's a sticker or stuff, not on card. But it, to me, that doesn't matter. I know some people; it's an issue, especially in sports cards, whether it's on card or whether it's. A yeah, I card. think Star I mean, Wars too. For me, I don't, I don't care. Um, so you've got—I've um, got number thirteen of twenty-five. Uh, it's just a lovely card. Um, mm-hmm. and, and comic cuts those are, are those. That, so that, yeah. So great. I'm, those are the ones I'm I'm currently pushing for. Um, I'll talk about how and why in a moment. And then you've got sketch cards, which are very interestingly broken down into Golden Age, Silver Age, and Bronze Age. Um, and they are character-specific. Yes. So they're actually, and, and this is interesting because it's always been difficult on EPACS to find sketch cards by character. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. So when you look in the Marvel 80th anniversary sketch cards on EPAC, the Golden Age, you don't see it by artist. You see Bucky Barnes, Captain America, Namor, Red Skull, Whizzer. Then you've got fifteen in the Silver Age, um, which is uh, Ant-Man, Angel, Beast, Cyclops, etc. And then the Bronze Age is forty of them. And of course, my girl Black Cat is in there. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, not your boy Silver Surfer. Although I'm sure you found other stuff to get him. You see into which we'll talk about in a moment. And then you have um, sketch cards, um, which are three and a half by five. So they're slightly bigger. They're not. I don't think they're as big as the artist proof uncut ones that you had in. Um house, I think they're a bit, little bit smaller. You think so? Um Yeah, I think they're a tiny bit smaller. I think they're about the same size as the Premier oversized ones. Oh. Yeah, I think the I think the Written House ones were slightly. I'm sure wider. you're
1: right. Oh, I think you're right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's by uh, the Rittenhouse ones I'm I want to say four by six for those. Whereas these are listed as three and a half by five. Anyway, it's a bigger palette and those aren't character specific. So there they're listed by artist. Um and Al Milgroom is oh. in there as an artist so um i haven't as yet in fact let me have a look on the marketplace and see if there's any of his stuff out there um while i'm waiting for that to load i'll just finish so then you've got there's a two-piece puzzle sketch cards uh thing there's only one of those and that's Jay um peter peter runnets i think is how mm-hmm. you pronounce that jay uh, good evening jay i know you're in the group jay. um and i think i've asked you to come and do an intro for us if i haven't then Please come and do an intro for us. Um, then you have the achievements. Now, unlike Flare, which went all in on the achievements, I mean, my goodness, there was an achievement just for turning up. Um, <laughs> and they were difficult to get. Yeah,
1: in, they, they were really hard, difficult but difficult it was, was kind of cool. <laughs> I, feel, I,
0: feel, I feel it was kind of cool, but I feel kind of, I, I feel beaten yeah. by Flare, which I'm going to come up to in a moment. Um, Marvel history achievements. And what that is, is if you get a full um, Color Spike parallel set, you get a card with an M on. If you get a full high series color spike parallel set, which you have to combine five of the digital versions to get each one of those cards, so that's 500 digital base cards just to get that one, you get the A and then the retro parallel 1 to 100, you get the R and then you get the V with the high series retro parallel, etc. So you get six cards that spell out wow. Marvel. And it's quite, it's quite a cool image, actually. I'll, um, I'll just quickly um, uh, pull it up because... Uh, no, I won't because I'm in a different browser screen. So I'll carry on talking. It'll go on the tasting notes, knowing you can find it. What, um, what are you trying to pull interested. up? Yeah, The Marvel. There is an, there is an image on the e- email from... In fact, no, let me get it up. There is an image on the email from Upper Deck telling us about this set that has though that Marvel yeah. spelt out.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's so you can right. look at each individual
0: uh, one through the checklist. You can. It's the image of the six. Yeah, now. Um, so let me just find that. Um, speaking of which, I need to chase up a deck because I did a purchase the other day and uh, it went through, but I didn't get a pack. Hmm. Not happy about That's that. weird. Um, I have emailed them, and they replied, he didn't get a pack. And I said, like, well, yeah, I didn't get a pack. <laughs> Where's my pack? Uh, here we go. Right. So let me open up this email. So wow. I should have opened this up. It's just nice. It looks out. great. So, there you go. There you go. Marvel. It's Beautiful. And nice. that Marvel spelled um, out,
1: that's on a patch, right? Those are patches?
0: The I don't M- know. It's not, yeah, clear. it's not clear. It's not clear. I don't think it is because to be honest with it no one was worried about that because the first 10 collectors yes do all six letters got I if i can find it because i've got x x number you got an original comic art piece and there were 10 of those so from published the first comic page, <laughs> books from published comic yeah. books you get an original page yeah. yes drawn by the artist crazy You get the original page so um And um, so people were motoring and I was getting, and the one that people were having trouble completing was the um, base set high series. Yeah. That was the one that people were having trouble getting all five cards for to be able to then get the high series color spike parallel to then be able to get the letter A. And I kid you not when I say that for about 10 or 12 of those digital base set high series. I got one of those comic clippings. Are you serious? Yeah, no, someone was properly, properly like, cause the thing, the thing that, that is interesting about this is that people really wanted to get in that 10 to get that piece of original. Oh, wow. Out. That's awesome. So, uh, I mean, is it I done? Was, I What's the work. number? Uh, I think about six of them. Here, be redeemed. The number. You can check. Uh, you yeah, can check. I've got a cheap um, The first out. guy got an X-Men one. Um, I can't remember his name now. And he did say afterwards, he said, I'm moving so fast. I actually only needed about half of those. I felt so bad. I sent him an extra card, like a proper card that he could use to trade. Oh, wow. Because you know he he kind of lost track of it, and especially with those digitals, it's really difficult to lose track of where you are and how many you've redeemed, how many have so redeemed, true. and if you've sent out loads of trades, and a lot of them suddenly get accepted, you will find yourself with more than you intended to. So, have stuff like that. I hope you're
1: ready for this. It's, it's over.
0: On. Oh, okay. That explains why it slowed down uh, overnight. Then the last three days, I've been waking up to about 20 trades every morning. Wow, it's, it's been crazy. Um, and so as a result I haven't actually got many of the high series um, colour spike parallels at all in fact I've only got one which is Black Cat wow and I need another one of those so you can see that is vastly empty whereas my base set colour spike parallel I've almost done if you look at my screen there I'm maybe I'm maybe 15 cards away from getting 1 to 100 as, as the physical um, set, which is the color spine. What a beast! So, um, but yeah, that that one's going to be a, a lot. Better. But to be honest with you, because all those people have who've, who've motored, there'll be quite a lot of redeemed copies of these cards now just out on the market. This is true. So I'll just pick those up because I'm, you know, I'm not fussed about the achievements, and <laughs> it's a good job too because they've gone. Yeah. Um, and nor did i have the investment to buy as many cards as would have been no. needed to get to get that moving so um but it's nice but what i want to come back to is the retro parallels because the retro parallels actually change up the imagery yes. a bit um and they just they 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 look absolutely wonderful and so for me that's the jewel in this set um let me go back to it so the retro parallels when you pull the retro ones they just come as the physical cards there's no none of that digital card chicanery yeah. on. Um I like the word chicanery there. That was a good 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 use of that, yeah. Um, So I'm going to just pull up Magneto um, for the sake of argument. And it's got a different color Mm -hmm. border for a star. I don't know if it is. That's a bonkers image. I love that. Well, (laughs) that's the
1: the first, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, What I find interesting is that when I look at it, especially when I flip over to the back, it looks aged. Yeah, I love that. And they've actually got a different back to it it's a different color i'm not sure if the text is the same but it's not got the it's not got the glossy feel of it it's not got the glossy look it's not got the image of the first issue they're in so it's got a very different yeah. layout and i wouldn't be at all surprised if this is on stock similar to that top stock they use that heritage stock for, that Greg yes so for the living so, so that it looks like the original yeah stars. so for
1: the living set in star wars where you can buy like these portraits done by chris Pecks, i believe is his name Pettix, Penix. who's just phenomenal i've actually spoken to him so we might get an intro from him hopefully mm. um because oh, okay. well uh, we'll you know, talk about that later but um yeah so i think it's going to have that kind of like old cardboardy kind of feel to it
0: which i'm a huge yeah. fan of man i love the expression heritage stuff heritage stuff so i don't know if that's something that greg coined or if it's the, what they actually it's definitely something it. we should utilize, we it, should take it it's uh, well that's i i'm <laughs> going to. So basically. <laughs> um it's on heritage stock or you know, upper decks version of it at least it looks like it i'm just looking at a digital picture of it so um because i don't have any of these in hand yet now the interesting thing with this is that having busted quite a few packs the base set retro parallel is a lot rarer to yeah oh, than the high series so they've mixed up the ratio odds a little bit hmm because you assume 1 to 100 is going to be the easy one, and then 101 to 200 is going to be the more difficult one. And that is true of the digital base set that you combine for the color spike parallel. But it's flipped on the retro parallel. Oh, really? Yeah. Look. Look how many retro parallels I've got. I've got maybe 10. And the high series retro parallel, I've got I might about two-thirds of the set. want oh, interesting. On. So yeah i noticed that when i was when i was opening uh, my box i looked at the number that i got from the box and i've noticed it since on packs well. wow so very anyway. cool so I, I but but it's not aside from the fact that you've got uh if you take the digital base out of the equation when you get this home and you've got it in your hands you've got a 200 card color spike that is effectively your physical base set. Then you've got your high series retro parallel, which is another 200 cards. Then you've got 18 free deal lenticular covers. You've got um, six sheets worth of greater story puzzles to flip through. Then you've got the comic cuts, the autos, and that's it. Unless, of course, you've gone in for sketch cards. It's it, you know a decent volume of cards, but there's not actually that much to it. So I'm, I'm, I think they've kept it quite tight, mm-hmm. even though it's quite a big... Sort of, it's in big chunks, and there doesn't there isn't really a middle tier with it. If you look at it in that sense, you with know, really. um, with a lot of sets, you had the stuff that was really easy to get, and you had loads of, and then you had some stuff that was a bit harder, then a bit harder, then you've got the stuff that's really tough to get. With this, it's, it's, it's kind of the extremes, and there's yeah, it's just the volume of it. I think that's gonna think so too. be difficult for people. Um, but it's it's, it's it's nice, but I love it um so much so. I've kind of where I'm up to with flare is I did tiers one to five on the flarium. Those have been done for a while. I'd done like the, the base level of some of the stuff I was going for, like the singularity yeah. and the matter, the antimatter and pieces of flare. i had done that. At some of them i had done the SP level set and some of them I hadn't. Some of them i would got some of the SSPs and I was getting close. I basically decided look, it's, it's just proving a to trick in B surprisingly with flair once i get the base card art side, i was actually surprisingly easy to say you know what i'd rather have this so i've opened up my ssp stuff and my power blast and my high-end stuff and i've been trading that for the higher end stuff than this like the comic clippings and the 3d cards that's awesome man i love that you know if if i choose to do so i can just you know, buy on comms if, if you use time any you know i can pick up flair slowly that way yeah i think
1: that's what i'm really starting to appreciate so much about um, EPAC is that there really is this sense of like you can go ahead, buy buy stuff, right? Buy a box, buy a pack or whatever and essentially trade your way to get what you want so it's never kind of like this thing like, you know, like if you go to a physical box, you buy a box, you have the cards and that's what you have and that's the end of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have that network of trades, you don't have that network of, you know, swapping and all this kind of stuff, bartering or, you know, whatever the case may be so there is quite a there's a level of excitement with epac that kind of resembles how back in the day when you would open a box with a group of friends um yeah, yeah. so it's it's i'm i'm starting to really appreciate its its function and its
0: uh its yeah. its ability of what it's able to do you know it is relatively hot on the heel of Mar- of marvel flare so marvel flare is kind of still especially those higher tier cards they are still sought after and they are still in demand I mean things do cool very quickly on um, on on ePax once the once the people who buy a lot are done with it you know your market gets kind of flooded by relatively few collectors I find um, who are chasing those really higher end things you know they've got deeper pockets but um, it's you know if you've got something that is of a higher end pull that that kind of credit if you like stays in the system yeah, as kind of a closed loop system of uh, you know, and obviously the values and the perceived values do 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 fluctuate, but uh, um, it's yeah, it's it's just really interesting, um, and so I, I just love it. I just really like the set. It's just it's singing to me in a way that Flair, you know, I I liked Flair, but I think I liked obviously the bass art is is great on Flair. Once you get outside that, it was all about gimmicks. All the different tiers were just different type of production gimmicks. Yeah, I on agree. Um, and I kind of had, yeah, once I, the interesting thing about Marvel 80th is that Marvel 80th hit me where I feel Marvel, mm-hmm. whereas Flair didn't do that for me. yeah. It was just a nice card gimmicky thing to collect and you know it has it has an appeal because of the Marvel brand um example, pieces of flair i love you know and i will always love those those cards from Mm -hmm. flair but um and i will you know i will go back and 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 regroup but i've effectively used all of my top end flair that that took a little while to get and was a bit tricky to get some of it yeah um and i'm flipping it into marvel 80 because marvel 80 i'm going i love it man i love that you're going all into that yeah i just love it i can't wait to get it in hand i really can't so chances are it'll probably get shipped to you before it comes to me so i'll have a, <laughs> so I'll have a look at it. it well
1: i actually went pretty yeah. ham as well um yeah with what i have collected tell me uh here i'll show you what i i'll show you what i have so far
0: all right let me stop sharing my screen well the interesting thing is your choice of characters because because you constantly i'm such
1: you. a weird collector okay. in that sense because i always collect like fresh. kind of like these weird
0: ooh ooh
1: <laughs> um, I'm liking what I'm saying. this weird stuff okay so i'm going to blow a kiss to your wife as well uh, sorry she came in she was like hi i was like i saw hi. that sorry um i, <laughs> <sorry. Yeah. laughs> um, I got shut up i got giggly comment, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yes oh you're blushing yeah yeah um yeah. So yes, I definitely love the High Series characters quite a lot. Um, the Beta Ray, I really love. The Medusa, I thought looked really good. This Siren, I'm obsessed with that Siren, and the positioning and the
0: composition. The Valkyrie as well. Um, Valkyrie's nice. I wish. Oh, the one thing I will say at this point, there are no base plates for this set. I wish there were printing plates. I would have really gone ham. Printing plates. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I, um, the. Yeah. Um, Well, what I'm wondering is, although this has been an packs only release, it does make me wonder if at some point they will release it physically, and they've just flipped it around. I don't know, man, that'd be crazy, though. I don't, I don't don't know. I don't think so. Because if the printing plates are in the physical product, that would put the physical product in very high demand. That's actually a really neat that way actually would be really cool. of boosting your physical product size. I
1: mean, I'm with you on that. I mean, I with you, I'm with you on that. I don't
0: know. Um, maybe, that, maybe they're not. But that would but be cool. I, that, given how left field this whole release was.
1: So I'm yeah. going to put a crazy question right. anyway, out there sorry. for you. No, 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 no. It, it relates. These color spikes, do you think there's a foil or a hologram effect a little bit? oh that had not occurred to me yes it looks like it right like i mean we've seen these things have problems before where the specs don't quite come man getting jubilee domino and silk as the color spikes was a nightmare
0: well they're the high series you were chasing them at the same time all those guys who were going for that's right i like the lady sif
1: a lot too and colossus and morbius so then these are my retros
0: some of the outfits are so dated i love it
1: These are my retros.
0: Oh, wow. So you're kind of going for a mini rainbow.
1: Yes, I did. I did the Jubilee. So, and I got the domino and I got the silk, I think.
0: I've actually not had a chance to fully appraise all of the art on all the cards yet. So there's a couple here. First off, who is... I have no idea. It's a character. But she's wearing quite an outfit. outfit.
1: I had to get her retro because Um, it was such a retro... Character and it's such a like, there's you know what I mean like who knows that I never heard that yeah. character.
0: I mean, what I find interesting about the set is characters I genuinely haven't. Right?
1: Heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty cool. I like the Iron Heart a lot. I love the purple aesthetic that's... and all that stuff. Gwenpool what's Gwenpool. I had to get the Gwenpool. I thought it looked good. And then I got my two 3ds. All
0: <laughs> oh, they're nice. So you got Marvel Zero and Uncanny X Men ones. The same. Very happy with those. Bit great minds cetera, uh the yeah. dark
1: phoenix sega i don't mind finishing that up i only like the three bottom cards but i wouldn't mind having the whole puzzle but i haven't
0: i think i think i need puzzle. the whole puzzle i think once you see it in the once you see it in the nine card
1: yeah it page, looks beautiful,
0: beautiful i idea. did
1: get the infinity gauntlet because i was absolutely in love with these images
0: i just love the uh, card number five with the watch ah. in the background it just it just sings to it me just that. sings like, oh. now yeah these two are my favorites. Oh, oh, okay. So you've got a sketch. You've got a Colossus sketch. That's nice. Who's that by? The Colossus. Oh man,
1: really, yeah. really good artist. Um, let me get the name out. For well, we'll really
0: get we'll, go, we'll go back to it because you've opened something else.
1: Yeah. Sorry. So yeah, the magic comic clipping. That one took a lot of convincing to get. It's a special one. Yeah. But it was Did from you know someone that? in the group. Thank you so much. You rock. Oh and i'm absolutely in love with that oh. pose and the centering that's a nice panel so we'll we'll pop this on the table yes notes. and then the colossus i think is one of the best sketch cards i've seen pulled one of the best 80th sketch cards i've seen pulled to be honest um in terms of like i mean that just looks good oh that is good
0: that is good actually yeah the the interesting thing about 80th is that the sketch cards um given the amount of product that's been broken there's not a massive amount of them out there yet. I think they're they're quite yeah, a Yeah, I think call. they
1: are. I think they are.
0: Um there's really not much. There's only three black cats are Israel Arte, mm-hmm. is that? Okay, I've not heard of this artist. This is good. I love you know, I love discovering yeah, new artists same. on this thing. Um so, it's really yeah. clean. I like it a lot. It?
1: I have it unlocked, so it's up for grabs and stuff like that, but I'm not sure if I'm gonna keep it or not. I'm just it's just bait. I'm just interested to see if what people will offer or if something will come up. Yeah. My biggest worry is that um, the Infinity Gauntlet comic clipping insert
0: mm-hmm.
1: will have a surfer. Oh,
0: that's interesting. I wonder if they go that far to exclude.
1: I don't know. So I have a comic what clipping I mean. they
0: go that, that far?
1: when the surfer was banned. And the surfer is in there and it's in Thor two hundred and twenty-eight or two hundred and twenty-seven issue or whatever. And the surfer's in there. So I have that one. So I'm thinking they wouldn't go that far. But I'm interested to see
0: if it happens. But well on Com C I did see a black cat. Really? From one of the issues. Yeah. Um, someone flagged it to me and I went and had a look, but um it's slightly uh, at the moment because it's a hot product, everyone's got top dollar, yeah, prices of on them, and they're not actually moving from what I could see. So, um, so it will cool, it will cool off. Um, there are varying different numbers. I mean, the comic panels, I think some of them are numbered to 40, some of them numbered to 55. It all depends how many panels they get out of the book mm-hmm. they can use. So, it is a very um. Fluid thing. Check you out combining cards while we're talking. I want to do it for your benefit. I oh, know. I oh, know. No, it's great. I love it. I, I think you get a um, kick out of it. I,
1: don't know. I was saving it.
0: I uh, was like, yeah. uh, I, I'm uh, something else. Uh, Stephen Bagley, bag of fleas. Uh, good evening, Stephen. Um, did send me a message with his thoughts on the sketch card. Um, uh, tears on that. So I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna float this. Yeah, in float there. it um he he's not massively keen on the set overall so far um which is fine and the price point in in marvel atf has been a bit controversial um mm. so 8.99 uh you do get eight cards a pack but only two of those will be physical um yeah. when you buy box you do get 15 packs however so you do get a lot of you know you do get a lot of volume in there but of course a lot of that is again digital um I'm in my box. I did get a sketch. Um, I got one of Hellstrom, I think. Um, it's currently locked because some fella messaged me um, who's um, not got a black cat sketch to trade for it, but it does have a black cat one in five Fleer Ultra Spider Man PMG. But hmm. it's physical. So there's yeah. a picture of it. we just tying them up. So I'll do that. Um, but. Um, A lot of people saying that they felt it was overpriced. It should have been $5 a pack as opposed to you know, uh, more. Yeah. Which, you know, I, can, I can kind of I agree. see it. But, I see you know, that. Um, uh, You're buying access that, to are get it.
1: trade. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think so much about buying these packs yeah. really comes into... Uh, yeah. It really comes down to being able to have this system where you can find yeah. the cards you want in order to get what you want. Mm. So it requires a little bit of work on the side of the collector and i i, I get yeah. the price but yeah i definitely can see 5.99 being the i think i would have purchased more if it was
0: 5.99 i think i would have as well um i don't know i don't know how quickly it will tail off now that you know the 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 folk that go in big to get the achievements have done it i think people will just nibble it yeah now. i agree and it'll probably sit on the site for quite a while um so Stephen asked um what do you think of the new tier system for sketches with the marvel 80th anniversary collection how will value be affected um, by the rarity? And will the quality of sketch matter as much if the sketch is much rarer one than the others from the same set, et cetera, et cetera? Now, I, I, I actually, I've been thinking about that question and, and having looked at it, I don't think it is a tier system in terms of rarity. I, I can see that there are only five characters in the golden age proportion, but it doesn't mean that there are fewer of each. If you see yeah, because I mean. we don't know
1: that for sure. Uh,
0: yeah, the Silver Age. Yeah, the Silver Age is what 15. I've not got it on my screen now, but it's what 15 characters? Yeah. Um, and 40 in the Bronze Age. Mm-hmm. So uh, whilst that is it, it, it looks like a tier, it doesn't say that one is rarer than the other, unless it's on the pack odds. Maybe that's where he's, maybe he's that's where it. he's seen so, it. Because I have seen a lot
1: uh, of artists who have some APs of this set. And I've seen them yes. all have a lot of, oh, that's a great one, a lot of um, Captain America.
0: You're, you're just flitting Well, around. because I'm, I'm trying to, it, I'm, right trying right
1: to I'm doing research.
0: So you are <laughs> doing research. Do you want me to quickly do it? I can't do it in my end because I'm sharing screen. I can't. Uh, so, you right. know, I don't know. I think. um I'm just exit full screen so I can look. Here,
1: I'll stop, the, I'll stop the share.
0: No, it's all right. I've still, I've still got it there, but I'm just going to back one and then I can get the dice up. So uh, here we go. Silver Age. Yeah, so Golden Age sketch cards are one in 210 packs. Silver Age are one in 126 and Bronze Age are one, one, one in 80 packs. So, yes, they're rare in that ring, but I don't think they're rare. I think they're rarer because there are fewer of them because uh, I guess they are then, I suppose. Yeah, it's weird. I hadn't thought of it like that. Because um, there's only five characters in Golden Age. Of course, there's going to be fewer of them. Yeah, that is that is true. They they might have done. So let's just say, for the example, that there are 50 of each character. So there's still 50 of each of those Golden Age characters. There's just only five Golden Age characters. Well, and no, the characters don't overlap, do they? So, yeah, no. so it would all be the same. You're either, you're either in... You're either in uh you're over in um that that's what I mean. That's why I don't see it as a tier. It's a tier in terms of the fact that they are tougher to pull the golden age one because there's fewer characters in the golden age set right. five sketch cards. But let's assume, and this is the thing we don't know, let's assume that there's still maybe 50 of each. That's really the key because
1: it depends how many it really because here's the yeah. thing, right? And you have to overlap this with what they've done in the past. Whenever you yeah. do specific character sketch cards like in Marvel Premiere, those sketches are considered a little more valuable because you can't just do any character, there's a set number of characters. So like back in the Rittenhouse days where you would see how many cards each sketch card artist did, you know what I mean? In Marvel Premiere, every character had 50, like 2012, every character had 50 sketches of them from the 50 artists who or whoever, how many artists participated or however it went. So uh, what I'm thinking, when you have specific characters like this on the specific card and so forth, I think what ends up happening is that there are only so many cards that say Colossus on them and given out. So I imagine there's a number, but do we know that there's a number? No.
0: And how many of them were accepted? How many
1: were rejected? Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, because they can't do a free-for-all in terms of characters and so forth, you're really looking at let's say you are a fan of blade right you go and you see what blade sketches are available when you see a really good one in your opinion that you really like i would say jump on it because i would say that's a harder pool to get an, a very specific character in a style you like from this set in my opinion i, I do think that's a kind of a big deal yeah
0: yeah Um, it's a nice set you know the other reason why they do them with character names like that epacks
1: yeah you're absolutely right because otherwise you can't
0: search for them that way you know it's either either artist or it's and for most of the sets it is artist and so you've just got to go through each of the artists to try and find the character you're looking for at least with this I can bookmark the black cat one and favorite that I mean I've only seen three on there so far but there's a fourth one being posted on the group earlier today but um having seen it initially i then very quickly called on it because um, this is general note for artists please stop drawing black cat with just all white eyes i don't uh, someone may correct me on this one but i don't remember ever seeing black cat with any kind of suit or costume that had a white kind of visor thing over her eyes in the same way that spider-man does she needs eyeballs
1: it's just a fact
0: (laughs) yeah just don't do it it's just no he's like look look, she's got eyes i mean virtually every one of my sketches she's got eyes even in the three that i can see online see the fourth one that was pulled earlier and posted on group. um um it's it's clearly been locked because it's not not visible on the marketplace but um yeah anyway i'm just gonna have a little pause here because we have yet to thank yes our artist intro and i have a feeling this might segue into something i know nothing about so so let's let's do that um but for 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 me marvel 80th double thumbs up yes same in fact i'd put more thumbs up if i could if i was an octopus i'd have eight thumbs up um do octopuses have thumbs no you had i did i that. was See, like rats, right? hmm. yeah they have
1: so squids yeah. have the okay we're not going to go into this but yes no <laughs> thumbs on on octopus and squids
0: no thumbs on them i wonder what they're doing the lonely okay so um to, to this week's artist you don't get
1: lonely with a tentacle okay bro they're just <laughs> you fine you don't have to worry about yeah, that exactly
0: yeah um where does a fish keep his money oh, god where in the riverbank. Wow. Um, Bada bing. <laughs> we will get there. Vincenzo Riccardi, uh, or Vin as he signs off his emails. uh Vin, thank you uh, for your wonderful, wonderful accent on a. Uh, thank you for your accent. Thank you for your, your accent. Italy. <laughs> <laughs> for,
1: for, yeah, thank you for your accent.
0: Oh, I really need to get more whiskey for when I'm doing <laughs> these episodes. Um, it, Vin, I, I first kind of discovered you very, very recently on your Marvel Weekly work, but I know you've done, I know you've done other Marvel sets, but of course you were one of the, um, uh, you know this, uh, listeners. Uh, Vin Chenzo was one of the artists on the Marvel Weekly achievement sketch cards, um, and you can see his absolutely glorious work. He's posted on his Instagram. Which is quite a long one, so I, I'm going to read it out, but I'm not going to spell it. You're just going to have to re- rely on the um, on the tasting note links and we'll put it on the instagram and twitter as well yeah um, his instagram is vincenzo underscore riccardi underscore vin artwork um so there's quite a lot going on there he's also got um a website uh, artstation.com forward slash vin artwork v-i-n artwork um so I imagine if you google vin Artwork, well, you'll probably find him but yeah nice stuff um i really like his his, his style on the marvel weekly ones his post um brush pen and topic um he's done and they're nice they got they got quite a nice dynamism to them i think we mentioned last week that someone in the group had pulled the red skull yes he did uh there's a nice captain marvel on his instagram feed there's a daredevil with the original yellow costume
1: well yeah i see that often no i contacted him the moment i saw that that card being pulled uh, the Red Skull and the other one. And I was absolutely ah. obsessed. So I had him come into the group and post the rest of his cards, which we now see.
0: Yes, uh, yes, um, yes. Which is when I hit him up and then he agreed to do the intro. Right, yeah. which, right. So as always, we work
1: awesome as a team. Um, hey. So I haven't commissioned an artist in a long time and I commissioned him. Oh, wow. And okay. So it's, that, that says something because I stopped commissioning for some time. Um, and yeah. I'm going to show you the two options he gave me. And we can go through this okay. with the group. So I had him commission
0: ah, Magic. Right, okay, let me get... Right, sh- sh- share your screen then. This is, this is news to Here it comes. This is, uh, no one has been saving this. I, I can't find my... Others. Well, there's
1: something else I'm saving, so we'll wait for the end of the episode. But Ooh. these are the Ooh. two options he gave me for Magic, and it's on a Marvel Weekly Artist Sketch card, and it's an AP.
0: Oh, it's nice. Yeah, so
1: these are just nice. rough, rough mock-ups. They're rough. rough. This is not the final product. This is just a rough, just to give me an idea. This is how professional it was. So what's he? Wow. So what's he drawn them on? This is, is on, the computer, on the
0: computer, I believe. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're beautiful. Yeah. Sorry, folks. It doesn't. They're really work pretty. So for, we will put this on. My the favorite.
1: um so I, I, I love the X-Men costumes in a wide range. Like my favorite is really, you know, Cyclops in the leather bomber jacket, Jubilee in her leather coat, you know, Gambit in the Ooh, trench coat. Like those are some of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Early 90s. right, Jim Lee kind of run. But I have yes. a soft spot yeah, yeah. for the blue and yellow. To yeah. I like the blue and yellow too. I think they're really cool. Anyway, yeah. so I wanted my magic to have her sword, the blue and yellow. And the devil tail. He's got the X-Men and the horns. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I went ahead and had him do one, do them for me. The first one, her centered walking towards me, and the other one is her kind of at an angle, and you're looking down, and you're seeing her in a really cool, yeah. powerful stance. I chose the one looking down, because I've seen quite a few where she's dead center. Um, so, <laughs> I want... It's very interesting, the this yeah. isn't it? Because I would have chosen... Yeah, one. see, I know, I know. I know a lot of people would, but... You know,
0: hey, if everyone was the same, it'd be boring. That's place. true.
1: I am slightly regretting my choice mm. now, though. No, I like the one I picked. I'm fine. No,
0: mate, don't 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 regret it at all. It's beautiful. They're both yeah. astonishing. It's not like choosing your favorite child. Yes,
1: um, we don't have favorite children. That is wrong. We don't <laughs> have, no.
0: Well, some yeah, people no, do. no, it's just you know, Some people, you look at them when they're out, when they're out in the grocery market, and you think your child's a dud. <laughs> Child a um, <of> dud. But...
1: <laughs> Try again. Man, that's
0: some sick stuff. Um... No, 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 no. I, I've lifted that. That was from a podcast, and this is worth listening to. They've, they've, they've kind of they did a run and they stopped now. So, um, this is a bit of a segue, and I know you've got more, to show me, But your child's a dud comes from Sal and Q, who are two of the guys in Impractical Jokers. Oh which is that yeah, comedy yeah show? Yeah. so q is one of the free guys who does tell them steve dave so that's where i know q from oh, okay and q was always part of this comedy troupe called the tenderloin who eventually got big and became the impractical jokers but they're still called the tenderloin so they still go on tour as the tenderloins so sal and q when they started doing the tv show on their downtime would record a podcast called what say you which is just them talking to each other. And because they're both on the comedy spectrum, especially right. Sal who does a lot of stand-up comedy, you ended up with a lot of kind of, kind of the improvised sketch stuff. that They would just riff off each other. And one wow. of them is this whole thing where Sal goes on this thing about your, your child's a dud. And it's, it's really worth seeking out. It's called What Say You? And I'll put a link in the tasting notes. That'd be awesome. It, even if you don't listen to any other. And there's another one where um, Sal inadvertently ends up with someone else's pants. <laughs> and then sends them ransom notes saying, I've got your pants. Okay. <laughs> it's worth listening to. It's worth listening to, and there's visuals to go with it. Anyway, sorry. Uh, back to Vin Chenzo. Thank you for your intro. Sorry, <laughs> Vin, you're getting short shrift here. Um, but um, go and check him out. There's, there's some astonishing stuff on his Instagram feed. There's a, war- there's a black and white Wolverine on there. Yeah. Um, which is just that astonishing. Me uh it's it's lovely uh, really good stuff um so we're going to post pictures of all these on the uh tasting well as many as i can do because i did the tasting notes when i'm sat at work um, got told off this last. um which is why the episode went up a day late um he's a smart looking fellow isn't he yes is he heaven? is a very handsome guy he is he is a handsome, very young-looking Italian who's also very talented. Uh, unfortunately, I think judging by the photos he's taken, but um, Sorry, but but, um, but never mind. We'll find other handsome artists of either or any gender to throw at you, folk. Um, thank you, Vint. Um, that 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 sketch card's cool, man. Yeah, well I'm pretty
1: excited. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Okay, so is there there's something crazy?
0: Oh. And then we, we right, can okay, go, go out.
1: The episode can, you know, end on this if you want, unless we got something else.
0: <laughs> oh my! <mate. laughs> I had a whole episode planned, and Marvel Eighty blew it out the water. We killed <laughs> so it. I'm very uh, happy with
1: our Mar- Marvel. Universe. No, no, that's absolutely fine. Okay. That's absolutely fine. Go on. So, some people consider the very beginning of Marvel trading cards as the 1990 set. Marvel, Marvel Universe,
0: universe. Yeah, which I actually, apologies, listeners any I'm actually I I wonder how many people actually do do pay attention when they listen because someone should have picked up on me on this so last week I talked about Alan Michael good evening Alan uh sending me some rappers and I inadvertently when I first said it said 1990 marvel masterpieces right of course it's 1990 marvel universe and when i was listening back to it i was like <laughs> you idiot. so so uh apologies everyone um for um the error and uh you should all apologize for not spotting it carry apologies
1: on. all around <laughs> so some people consider that the first even though you could argue it's like 67 yep. 1967 or whatever but these are the first where power gauges were on the back did you know kind of quotes were on the back bios of the character, profile pictures of the character, all that really fun stuff. For over a year and a half, I've been chasing something. I'm going to show Ian first, so you can hear his reaction, and then I will explain what it is. Okay, so I'm reaching behind me to get a huge piece of something. Ian is looking at me cautious, slightly worried. And kind of like, what is this, what is this guy gonna do? What is what is he gonna do? What is that? Oh my god! Oh no.
0: Oh wow, okay. So what I think Damn I'm right. seeing is the original yes. art the silver server card from Marvel Universe nineteen ninety. <coughs> is that right? Oh my goodness me, you've just blown out everyone's ears with that squeal. That wow, crazy? well done. Is that Tom? Sorry, Tom, what's his surname?
1: you're going to, have to say
0: it to me because i can't read it morgan, morgan. there we go tom morgan. yes wow hats off to you sir well yes done. sir so the original art
1: done and how big is that isn't that cool it is
0: yeah it doesn't look no it's, it's
1: not massive so
0: basically
1: oh, five by seven yeah basically a little bit bigger but yeah 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 My so goodness. Big, Yeah, so he did a bunch, and there was another artist who did a bunch, and so they were all done in ink and pen, and those are the originals, Mm -hmm. and then copies were made, just so people are, I'm sure people are interested in the process of it. So then copies were made, and they were put on acetate, like cells, like like you would in animation, and then what happens is they're blown up, and then you had Philip, I forgot his last name, I'll find out, was the colorist for most of them and he did the coloring. So I know a collector who has most of those color things, but this piece is actually the original art, the ink and pen, and uh, from Tom Mogan, which Wonderful. is pretty crazy. It's, it's hard, hard to get a lot wow. of his original pieces. And I got this piece after a year and a half of asking, basically the Marvel Silver Surfer original comic book art collecting guy, Mark Brian. I think his name is B-R-Y-N. I okay. think that's how you say his name. Um, Super sweet guy. Yeah. When I was younger, he yeah. had a website up called silversurfer.us and he had everything from the animated series. He cataloged everything. It was a huge silver surfer. Fan. Oh,
0: really? Huge. Wow. Okay. Like Dr. Strange right. Archive. But the, yeah. the, it was big. It was huge. It
1: just just as big, mm-hmm. thorough, all that kind of good stuff. Plot, overviews, all this kind of stuff for shows and comic books and Categorized everything. And I recognized as a kid, I looked him up later on comicartfans.com, started chatting with him, and realized he had this piece.
0: So he had it. You didn't get it from Tom. No.
1: But I did speak to Tom. And that's how I figured out all of this stuff. Right. So I did invite him on the show. He says he loves our show and he's happy that we're doing this stuff and he's a huge fan. Tom. Tom does.
0: Tom does. Oh, Tom, so, good evening, sir. He's a
1: huge fan. He's, you know, he's not really one for podcasts and stuff like that because he doesn't want to, yeah. No,
0: no, but sorry, everyone's cup of tea. He does yeah. say
1: hi and he does say he greatly appreciates it, and he's humbled that we are so in. Oh. Excited.
0: Oh. Oh, what a sweet. <laughs> That's yeah. really sweet. So, Hello, Tom, Tom.
1: Really nice guy. Basically, one of the godfathers of Marvel trading cards. Wow. Wow. Yeah. How crazy is that? Well, I've been okay. waiting on this. This came
0: sure here. <laughs> hit myself up. Off the floor no joke.
1: We recorded Saturday, last Saturday. It got here Tuesday, and yes. I've been just drooling and
0: oh, waiting wow, okay. to kill you. But there you go. okay. Well, I, I knew someone had gotten you the tail wagging this week. Yes. Um, I didn't realize it was that. That's astonishing. Well done. Oh, yeah. we're dropping bombs left, right, and center over here, aren't we? I thought um, Did cool. he do yeah. the original Black Cat? Did he do the Black Cat from that set? I don't know, but we can check. Let
1: me see, because that would be amazing. He doesn't have any of the other pieces, but might be oh, okay. worth tracking down because I didn't get it from him again. Um, he hasn't had yeah, those pieces no, course, since yeah. the nineties.
0: He might know. Where he it might went. know where it went. Mind you, it's the nineties. It probably changed hands a few times. In the nineties, everyone was on a lot of drugs. Yes, nineties was a bad time. Good time. Nineties was a great 90, time. Yeah. I was
1: just stoned for most um, of it. Let me see
0: i'm I'm oversharing. <laughs> I'm oversharing. Uh, i'll look it up while you look at that, that let me few. just uh, we're actually not doing too bad for time we can probably fit in a few other things yes so um although that is my goodness me that's something that's right let me have a look at my list so i want to do this this week because it kind of feels like a nice time to do it before we do that and this might blow out the time we've got to do that we didn't talk last week about we touched on christmas but there's three christmas related things i want to talk about first off i want to say thank you to tony and elaine perner for your unexpected and absolutely wonderful christmas cards that you sent. you guys are amazing which is a really sweet thing to do you know is it it blows me away that that I'm going to get a bit mushy now, but bear with me. The thing that I, I love about this whole thing that we've been doing with the podcast and about the the, the, the group and then leading on to the podcast is that I've, I really do feel like uh, um, I'm making friends and there's a connection. So it's other collectors, but there's people who are just just really sweet to yeah. each other for, for no other reason than to be sweet and just say, yeah, well, I'm enjoying the hobby and, you know, I like what you do. And, you know, people do that to each other. And Tony and Lane both sent us Christmas cards, which is, absolutely wonderful amazing big deal you think okay you got a christmas card and it was just a you know opened it up and it was it was a lovely christmas card i don't think it was one of their images i don't think they'd had them printed i think it was just a christmas card however on opening it inside tony had done in mine one of the most incredible little black black hat ink headshot remarks i've i've seen um and what did he do with yours <sighs> the surfer baby <laughs> oh dude so we'll put pictures yes. of these up and of course this christmas card will 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 we'll go with me to grave. Yes. It's, it's beautiful um I, i'm looking around because i thought i had it with me but i don't however i will get a picture of it on my screen because i can't remember if you'd seen it um i left it in the office it arrived the day before i flew to america wow. and then i left it in the office so i couldn't get it until this monday just gone So uh, let me get it up on my screen and Noreen, let me just share. uh, I've lost the control to share my screen. Where has it gone? Where has it gone? Where Where has has it gone? gone? Where has it gone? Here it is. Um, Lovely Christmas card in and of itself. Yeah, really Uh, nice. And inside there's a really sweet message. Merry Christmas to you and your family. May your hearts be filled with love and joy. It certainly was when I received this because that was in it. Wow. Isn't that just beautiful? And this will be on the taste. Look at the detail on that. This is really nice. And, you know, Tony and Elaine, they're both super mad skills. So, um, but thank you. That's so sweet. They were so sweet. That broke my heart. Saying that on the episode, it was just really sweet. Um, Something really interesting happened to me on Christmas Day. I had a few trades come my way that were unsolicited that just came to me. And they were things that I needed. Oh, wow. But they asked for very little in return. In fact, one person just gave me like four really nice, juicy flare cards for virtually nothing in return, and the message on it was "Merry Christmas, thank you for you know." What a! And I noticed that's so that. so sweet on the EPAX forum that there are a few. There were a few people talking on the Epax forum that they just went on there on Christmas Day, and decided to just gift trade random people. That's so nice. Now, this particular person. And I can't. I know what their I know what their user ID on Epax is, and I, they did say a name, but I don't fully associate it with the first and surname so that's in the group. But I think they're in the group, so I think it was someone who listens. But um, whoever you were, thank you for that. I just wanted to make a point of saying that as well. was a really interesting thing that people on Epax did. that. That's so day. nice. I mean, I'm not saying it's a thing. I, only a few people choose to do it. And obviously, you know, um, it's just a really nice thing to do. Um, and the other thing we didn't talk about is Rise of Skywalker. Yes,
1: we didn't talk about that. That's so, right.
0: I'm going to, at this point, I'm going to say, spoiler alert. Do, 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 spoiler alert. And um, if you haven't seen Rise of Skywalker yet, it is, as I record, the 11th of January. Um, this will drop hopefully on Thursday, the 16th of January, if um, if I have um, time around other stuff uh, to get it organized um, and Naren to get it edited. So if you haven't seen it by now, it's been out three, four weeks now. So, yeah. Yeah, norin's N- N- nodding at me. He's muted himself because he's, he's literally putting his stash back into what I can only describe as one of those safes that you see people in the 70s cracking with drills and like, um armed guards and you have a, like a, a big room with a vault and things like that knows, <sighs> you he didn't he knows see the, the combination concert. did you you didn't see you me muted. jump in I, there i couldn't even interrupt of
1: course i did it was it was my birthday so my um, cat came so... around and she was looking at me and she's upset i'm ignoring her and i was like she's gonna jump on my stuff let me put it away have you ever locked her in the
0: safe by mistake hmm? have you ever locked her in the safe by mistake no She's tried to get locked no. in the safe by mistake. <laughs> uh, what about your cat? Anyway, um, so <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. What do you think? Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> okay, so,
1: okay, so what? How do we want to talk about this? Do we want to be honest? Strike me down. Strike. I will become more powerful. More than powerful, possibly imagine. I don't. You know, for um, me. For me. if i had to pick a favorite of the three of the new ones right Mm -hmm. you know um i would say my
0: favorite is last jedi that's very interesting you said that to me and i thought that's that's in that's a very interesting um
1: (laughs) the word interesting only comes up where i'm like i totally disagree with you
0: (laughs) no 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 i don't i don't actually um the, the difficulty i've got is that last jedi let me first off say that I enjoyed the the heck out of both Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. I
1: enjoyed them as well.
0: Rise of Skywalker in particular, um, because I saw it in America and the seat was bigger than my sofa <laughs> and it fully reclined. <laughs> and there was probably about another two meters walkway in front yeah. of my seat before the next row down. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm in horror. <laughs> It was the no, I'm not gonna finish that sentence because that's rude and we're supposed rude. to be funny. Anyway, um so but I've only seen Last Jedi once. So I've not rewatched yeah. it since I saw it at the cinema. Um and I really enjoyed it at the time. And then I kind of became aware of a lot of people getting a bit funny about it, and I've read some stuff online where people are being like really anti it. And um I like the fact that the guy tried to do something new with it, I think i think it's flawed i don't think any of the uh the sequel trilogy is perfect Agreed. in any way uh, i think it goes for the nostalgia trip in yep. a big way i think to a lot of the degree of force awakens is actually quite a messy connection of set pieces yep. but it but it, it riffs on the first one so much it's almost kind of a traced carbon it really is it's, it's however it's yeah. it's fun, it's fun. It's i mean really they're all fun they're all good. fun they're all, all entertaining it. yeah as in the last jedi which tried to which had a moment in it that was genuinely jaw-dropping that i've never seen before on yeah. screen in anything so hats off to you for that ryan johnson and by the way i i think he's the guy who did Looper. yeah he's also
1: the one who just who did, did um Gordon, uh, knives, knives out it. which was
0: really really good yeah uh, i've not seen that yet good seen that. um but um looper i absolutely yeah, love i like to looper,
1: I liked looper it? Yeah.
0: yeah i think it's a really 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 good time travel movie and i'm 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 big fan of time travel yeah. movies so if you if you want a good time travel movie that will properly properly blow you away with the audacity of what they choose to do with the story is predestination predestination is stunning it's ethan Hawke. oh wow i've never seen it sarah um,
1: predestination
0: uh yeah no i'm a Taylor sucker one, for a I good think. time travel movie predestination you want a good time i i absolutely promise you if you don't enjoy predestination, I will eat my hat. Done. you I'm it. watching it then. You'll love it because I know that kind of for, promise. Your background. You know how much yeah, I'm into no, no, people mate, eating you'll, hats.
1: You'll, you'll love it. It's always been a thing you'll of be, mine. Uh, yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, Sick hobby. So, it's, uh the card outside of the
0: card card one, but yeah. Well, you know <sighs> what floats my boat. You need fibre to yeah. move. that's what I'm going to say. The um, so rises of Skywalker, I I really enjoyed it. I had a really good time in the cinema. Um, I have since. I it always. I'm one of these people that, when I see something at the cinema or when I see any film, I completely suspend my disbelief. Same. There is there is a lot that would need to happen for me to, and I willingly do Same. so, to the point where I get really, 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 irrationally, perhaps, but genuinely angry at anyone who pulls me out of it so if anyone's talking in the cinema or texting or something like that anything you know if i'm not in the seat that i want to be in and stuff like that so i like i like that experience to be perfect um and so for this one i absolutely loved it i was i was completely carried along by it nothing really jarred about it for me i thought they dealt with carrie fisher and the fact that she obviously wasn't alive in a very very clever way um did it feel a bit carbon copy of return of the jedi in the same way that force awakens did with the first star wars yes it did did they retcon a little bit of the stuff that ryan johnson had done in last jedi you better believe they did um but some of it they carried on in a really clever way i think there were a lot
1: of really Um, clever things down there you know yeah okay so for me and it's just my opinion so i'm sorry if people disagree but the idea it is
0: that podcast, so you can say, Yeah, it. I
1: know, right? The idea <laughs> like they don't, have, they to don't have to listen. So, the idea of Ray not coming from anywhere special, meaning there's no lineage, you know, there's no this royalty kind of stuff, it, I felt was such an important message for the second movie, especially in today's time period, right? Where you have a lot of arguments with one percent and all this other kind of stuff, where you know. It's the rhetoric is that unless you don't, unless you belong to this, you are not privileged to this. And I feel like the second movie really did a great job with showing how Rey is even better because she doesn't come from anything. And having that scene with a kid grabbing the broomstick, having these kind of moments where anybody can have the force. It doesn't have to be just a Skywalker or it doesn't have to be, you know, spoiler alert you know, the emperor type of stuff, yada, yada. I don't want to go too much into it. If people haven't seen it yet. Mm. But um, for me, that was touching and that was different. And that was a strong message. And it gave me that sense of wonder as a kid that I had when I was younger, when I first saw the movies where I was like, oh, wow, that's really sweet. Like, what a great message. What a great thing to say that you don't have to be here. You don't have to be in this very tight circle in order to be privileged. Yeah. To making these decisions and having these unique powers and stuff. And that means a lot. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of, you know, bringing it back to Marvel. That's, in a way, that's kind of the Marvel thing, right? Where X Men, Mutants, you know, Spider Man, you know, everyone's ordinary yes. and these things happen to the ordinary people and they have to yes. deal with ordinary things while they deal with this. Yes. And that's what I've always really appreciated about Marvel characters as well. So for me, mm-hmm. Star Wars, you know, and the second Star Wars movie, there's a lot of things that are, the theme of that movie for me is dismissifying right like it's is it's taking away the veil you know what i mean luke skywalker drinking that milk in that disgusting way Blue that milk. really jarring but then when you think about the theme of the film it's there to de- demisify these things right it's like here's this guy who's this jedi but he has to live like a pauper he has to live like a bum on this island and do these things and he's gross
0: well no he it chooses it chooses to. to
1: now that's interesting because yeah. like
0: he chooses to live in exile.
1: Right, and in a way, because he lived, you know what I mean? Like, it takes away, like, everyone thought, oh, he's training, he's building himself up, he's doing all these mystical things on this island, when in fact he is with all these porgs and is really unsuspecting. And that's really a beautiful, you know, metaphor. It's a very, very beautiful thematic thing that they're doing there with with the second piece. Yeah. The third piece was fun, entertaining, a thrill ride. I love the introduction of all the cool different types of characters. Um, you know, Zora Bliss was really awesome to see her and I love that actress. Um, oh, she's in The Americans, which is an amazing show if you haven't seen it, I forget her oh, name. Oh, uh, Kerry Russell. Kerry yes. Russell. Kerry um, Russell. Russell. Russell.
0: She's a bit of a, um, um, she's often yeah. in, J.J. Um, right, maybe yeah, because of Felicity. He was in his yeah. first series, Bridget- yeah, exactly. She was in Mission Impossible.
1: I think really. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's, she's the one with mean, uh, the right. brain.
0: The that's right.
1: I mean, she's amazing. Um, you know. So I'm really
0: the Americans. By the way, I did watch. We did watch seasons one and amazing. Two. Um, it yeah yeah it it jumped the shark for us. We got a bit we we bailed on it. I can't remember what happened in the story, but something happened that didn't quite work for us. And so we bailed. Yeah. So I, I know it went on for another like three or four seasons. Yeah, so it's a five yeah. series,
1: uh five season piece. Yeah. Um
0: Yeah, I think we bailed after season two. That happens. That happens.
1: Yeah. Mm. That and halt and Catch Fire are really good. But um okay. yeah, Star Wars wise, like to see them go back on that, you know, that, that was a little disappointing. But as a movie on its own, it was fun, it was entertaining, you know? It was it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Those are my thoughts. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I enjoyed the heck out of it. The interesting thing I find about it is that they have kept JJ and especially um, Oscar Isaac quite quiet on the PR front because I think both of them have come very close to saying things that indicated that there was a long cut of the movie or that JJ had to change things because Disney wanted it to be a certain thing. Um, So I'll give you an example. Lando when um there's that group of people who are potentially force sensitive who they found on that moon where the Death Star wreckage was um one of the um the actress Jana a young um actress uh stunning looking lady um at the end Lando there you know she says um because she's supposedly an orphan because she was taken from parents and they, there's there's something in the movie where they say oh you know how is the first order got so many people in it and it's like well because they've been taking kids from their parents and, you know, which is i think what happened to, to, to finn so she um says you know where are my you know where are my parents and lando kind of looks at her and goes let's find out and a lot of people have taken that to be is he being a smarmy old guy and hitting on a younger lady because he's quite the ladies man but what you no. missed what was cut out there was a scene earlier on that apparently is cut out that's in the novelization novelization that says that Lando did actually start a family after the event of return of the Jedi and his child was taken huh. so the insinuation is that's, that's is that's what I thought it was that's what I thought it was yeah but, but yeah, it's very interesting. A lot of people haven't read it like that. A lot of people have read it as Lando being a bit saucy. A bit a bit, a bit saucy because, yeah. you know, it's Lando. Yeah, I guess know. so. But but, yeah. but, but, but I, I guess the interesting thing is, you know, so, so much so that I have actually seen Hashtag release the JJ cut in the same way as Justice League. is <laughs> right. released the Snyder Cut. Because um, apparently there's another 40 minutes of movie that isn't in it. That's a lot. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that some of it does feel quite jumpy. That's the thing about Rise of Skywalker. It does it feels feel like it jumpy. makes a few plot leaps. And if you miss a couple of very, very, very small little bits of dialogue that I think they just ADR'd in, you would miss the connection and the explanation of some of the some of the leaps of logic yeah that are made. i agree so, um, i mean i'm be, i'm being hypercritical I, I i really loved it i know a lot of people didn't i think it's one of these things like the ending of the sopranos or like the end i mean of, you're going to disappoint people uh num- you know, like the ending of lost where people get such a you know it's never going to be the ending that everyone right of so. course yeah you're never going to so, build up to uh, that height or you know and let's be honest with you it's not gonna be the ending. No man, there's so
1: much more. Come movie.
0: on. Still and, yeah. So anyway. But anyway, Rise of Skywalker. I've I always really it, it. I had a really good I really time. I it. it. Um it you know, uh, yeah, it was a fun film. It is it look, ultimately, it is Star Wars. Whether you like it or not, it is official, it is proper yep. Star Wars written by and created by and released by the people who are in the position to do that because you know it's theirs. Uh Mandalorian, I'm on episode yeah. four. Mando! Sorry, I haven't finished that yet. Anyway, enough Star Wars talk. Um, was there anything else I wanted to do this week? Or can we park? Let me have a look. So we've got a question from a listener that I referred to that we still haven't answered from last year. Um one artist got in touch with me to talk to me about some stuff that I will talk to you about off air because we're not supposed to know oh. it. So I don't want to put it on the podcast, but I'll tell you it off- afterwards. But that artist has also asked a question about characters that i said we'd talk about on this episode unfortunately we're out of kind of time i think this week so we'll do that next week because i want to give it the proper answer um and we've got our proper mailbag so you'll need to put that back in your safe Um, and i wanted to talk about some promo stuff so i think we'll park it this week because there's loads going to happen in the next week i'm sure um that will probably be another set completely come out and be released between now and then that would be crazy that would be crazy yeah wouldn't it be, be absolutely bonkers um oh yeah so this one of these guys who's, who's sent us some stuff it's not the guy he's written in which which you've got there we have had another guy reach out to us so i'm just going to say hello frank and we'll talk about frank on next week's episode because frank is a really nice guy who's sent some really nice stuff uh. to us which i've not shared with you yet so we'll talk about that next time Um, uh, just just a little plea for people really um if you are digging it and you are liking it it would actually really help us out if you would uh find our page on facebook um at the mcc pod and like that page and leave us a review on that page if you're not into facebook however and you listen to it through itunes it would really make a difference to us if you dig it for you to click that star rating and also possibly just type a little little bit and just leave us a review and there it just just really yeah helps and us full out.
1: transparency so you guys understand the more reviews the more likes we get all this kind of good stuff the more information we will hopefully be of known to us and that kind of stuff yeah. can come back to you and all this really cool things can start yeah. happening a little bit more with the show so it'd be greatly appreciated yeah.
0: You know i'm i'm gonna base i'm gonna be slightly more blatant than that and say you know i've had small chats with some of the guys who work at upper deck Um, i know they know we exist um i haven't yet had any contact with the guys who work at Rittenhouse. i know they don't have the license but i'd love to talk to them at some point but ultimately the the more you guys interact and connect with us and dig it and make suggestions and give us talking points like frank has and we'll talk about that next week uh the question from the artist that we're going to talk about hopefully next week um the feedback from frank who says he loves the show it's all absolutely brilliant but where it really helps us out and really puts us on the radar and puts us in the minds of the people who who do these sets who create this platform who you commission these artists um ultimately those guys you know they've got a lot to do and yeah, you know, they've got a lot of stuff to put out there and they're probably a small team that probably got quite a lot of balls in the air. If at any, in any way we can make you know, make that an easier process for them to get these sets out into the into the wild and, and known about, not that they appear to be having any difficulty with that, um, then we'd like to do that. And we'd like to be in a position to be able to bring you guys some more exclusive news in any way we can. So uh, basically saying the better profile we have, the better position we'll be to do that. So it's cyclical, yes. you know, it feeds into everything else um i'm going to sign off by showing you one thing i didn't show you <gasps> last week Ooh. which i'll put on the tasty notes which is where is it it's in here somewhere so i i know i told you i got some stuff shipped from Comfy. yes there is my Fleer ultra spider-man from amazing it's amazing spider-man 94 it is the coin card signed by sal bishama oh uh just cause I want to hit you, make that noise. Damn. <laughs> that looks
1: so good. So
0: these are such nice inserts. They are literally, so what they are for those, and it'll be on the tasting notes. It is a card. It's a wow, really it has to be. And it's got, um, two coins in it. And that coin was the cover price of that issue of Spider-Man. So there's 15 cents in there. There's a, there's a dime and a is nickel. It nickel five cents? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it slightly freaks me out that the ten cents one is smaller than the five. Yeah, isn't that
1: one. weird? I don't know. It's even weird for me. Yeah,
0: we, we have the same in the UK. Okay. Don't, don't even get to it. um, And it's, uh, but it's signed by Saabashima as well. officially signed. Like on card. That's amazing. You get coin cards without the signature. They're just lovely, and I've only got a few of these. I think I've got two signed ones. The other one is that is so sick. Oliver Marsh, who we spoke about. Yes,
1: I love that. A nice good cover
0: one. and then i've got two that are just co- i got three that are just coins without signature um which are just you know lovely so that that that's the kind of stuff that floats in my boat which is why i'm going so ham on marvel 80 because <sighs> they've got those comic i love the comic cuts. i'm
1: so. just such a fan that they brought those so, back
0: yeah so i prefer them over the sketches just just for me personally i kind of do but, too know, um, in a way um but this set, for me, it feels like the more natural fit you're going to want. It. Yeah. Not, not, uh, sorry, I don't, I don't really say I'm down on the sketches. I'm not at all. I love the design of the sketch yeah, cards. and I, I love the back. Um, I've not yet seen a black cat one uh, that I like, and I'd like an oversized one, but I've not yet seen one pop up yeah. that, that has been seen in the wild. Anywho, thank you, folks. Thank you, Nora. Thank you, brother. And uh, as soon as we finish recording, I'm going to tell you some juicy <laughs> gossip. Well... Gossips. We, we love love the the gossips. gossips we love the gossips. we love the gossips we love the
1: gossips happy collecting everybody
0: enjoy collecting even <laughs> enjoy collecting
1: why does this happen uh,
0: <laughs> thanks for listening to the marvel card collectors podcast you can subscribe via our home on anchor.fm forward slash MCCP. Leave us a message via that link with questions, comments, or just to say hi, and we may even play on the show. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Our podcast is at The MCC Pod on Facebook and Twitter, and you can find links on our Facebook page to the two groups MCCW, Marvel Card Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. On Instagram, find us at MMCollectors and at SketchCardHive. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin MacLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time, and remember, it's a small hobby but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting.